Chen Jia, 43 years old, is a train technician whose responsibility is to ensure the safety of cross-border railway transportation between Russia and China. I went through a lot of difficulties. Once I was training under my supervisor, a senior worker, to learn how to check the trains on site. I inspected a part of the train and quickly moved on to the next part. But my supervisor stayed behind. So I asked her what happened. She said, didn't you notice anything unusual? I said, no. And then she asked me to come back and take a closer look. But I still couldn't figure it out. Then she pointed at a metal rod under the carriage, which should be firm and in good condition. But that particular rod was so badly worn that it glowed with metallic luster. That awkward experience in the early stage of her career motivated her to challenge herself to become a sharp-eyed train inspector and eventually the head of an all-female train inspecting team. But how did she beat the odds to become a veteran train inspector? Stay tuned to find out. From north to south, east to west, people in China are chasing their dreams and leaving their mark. Want to know how they beat the odds and made a difference? Footprints brings you the true life stories of their journeys. The city of Manzhou-Li in North China's Inner Mongolia Autonomous Region is the largest rail and land port on the China-Russia border. Since 2011, Chen Jia has been serving as the chief of the train inspection team at the Manjoli Customs, where inbound and outbound freight trains are checked. Her job is to take health checkups for the trains to ensure the safety of freight railway transportation between China and Russia. She and her colleagues check for any mechanical malfunctions or damages to the carriages inbound from Russia. They record the problems identified together with their Russian counterparts, and then fill out the handover documents to officially determine the liabilities. Needless to say, their work carries great importance. If we do not detect damages of the inbound trains in time and properly determine the liabilities, then when the foreign trains leave our country, we would be deemed as responsible for the damages, which would lead to direct financial losses to our country. Chun's eyes have been trained to easily identify the malfunctions of any inbound train in just a few seconds. What's more, she's developed her hearing to be sharper than many other train inspectors. Simply by listening to the sound of a train entering into the station, she can have a general idea of possible problems. But how did Chun gain such superb skills and outstanding instincts as a train technician? Since she first took the job in 2006, she's been devoted to learning how to screen out dangers associated with trains in a fast and accurate way. I went through a lot of difficulties. Once I was training under my supervisor, a senior worker, to learn how to check the trains on site, I inspected a part of the train and quickly moved on to the next part. But my supervisor stayed behind. So I asked her what happened. She said, didn't you notice anything unusual? I said, no. And then she asked me to come back and take a closer look. But I still couldn't figure it out. Then she pointed at a metal rod under the carriage, which should be firm and in good condition. 
But that particular rod was so badly worn that it glowed with metallic luster. The rod Chun mentioned was used to connect the body of the carriage and the bogey. If there were any breaks or cracks on the joint, then the traction system of the rail car could be affected. Or, if the fragment drops on the railway tracks, it's likely to cause grave consequences or even derail a train. Realizing the significance of her job, Chun spared no effort to learn from experienced train inspectors and tried her best to gain the necessary skills as quickly as possible. Her hard work paid off. Five years into the job, she was promoted to chief of the train inspector team at the Manjo Lee Customs. But many more challenges lay ahead. Winters last about six months in Manjo Lee, and temperature can go down to over minus 40 degrees Celsius. The harsh natural environment poses a big challenge for outdoor workers. Some may say that it's even impossible for sturdy men to work in such weather outdoors, let alone ladies. But Chun and her all-female team proved by their excellent work performance that the power of women should never be undervalued or overlooked. Once, when we received a train from the Russian side, we found that almost half of the approximately 60 carriages had technical issues, which seemed impossible. Therefore, we and the Russian side need to carry out a joint thorough checkup on side to determine which side was responsible for the problems. Wasting no time, Chun immediately contacted the Russian train inspectors, and the two sides decided to screen out the technical problems one by one together to confirm the liabilities. Thick snow piled up to their knees, and icy wind cut like knives on their faces. Both the Chinese and Russian train technicians could hardly open their eyes, nor hear each other clearly in the fierce gale. Chun, her colleagues, and their Russian counterparts plowed through the snow, recording every problematic spot on their cameras. However, when they reached the last carriage, the camera of the Russian side went dead due to the extra low temperature, and the photos taken could no longer be displayed. My camera was the only one working then. All of our work would be in vain if it died too. So I held it under my arms to keep it warm, and then took it out to take pictures when needed. If it were not for the camera, we would have no evidence for attributing the responsibilities for the problems. After two hours of joint inspection on site, it was finally determined that the Russian side was responsible for all the problems, and none of the problematic carriages was allowed to come into China. In order to do their work well, Chun and her colleagues found it particularly important to have good communication and cooperation with their Russian counterparts. To this end, Chun, who once knew nothing about the Russian language, signed up for a Russian class and learned social etiquettes from the Russian train inspectors. She even kept a notebook full of technical terms in both Chinese and Russian. The offices of Chun and the Russian train inspectors are about 20 meters apart at the Manjoli Rail border crossing. However, during the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020, the two sides could not have face-to-face -face contact and close communication due to pandemic prevention. It was also difficult to communicate the many tedious details about train inspections by phone, which made Chun's work much more difficult. We came up with many solutions throughout the pandemic period. For instance, to avoid direct contact, we would perform handover jobs through windows. 
The Russian train inspectors would put the documents listing train problems on their windows, and I would shout at them. They could read my lips and understand what I meant. Such rapport between Chun and the Russians formed only after many years of working together, day after day. In fact, at first, Chun was seen as a pushover in the eyes of many Russian inspectors. But soon, her tough actions spoke for themselves. In September 2017, a Russian train arrived at the Manjoli Customs. After checking the train, Chun found multiple malfunctions. She immediately called the Russian inspector and asked for a joint inspection. He was having his breakfast when I went to him. I told him that the problems needed to be checked, and he just asked me to wait. I didn't have much experience then, and I waited for him for more than half an hour. But the goods on the train couldn't wait. We had to unload them immediately. Chen was in a hurry because there was little time left for train inspectors. If they couldn't complete the checks as soon as possible, the unloading and reloading work would be delayed too. Since I couldn't express myself well, I just sat in front of him and gestured for him to hurry up. But after another 20 minutes, he still showed no sign of leaving. I had no choice but to pick up his tools and took him by his arm out to where the train was parked. Finally, the Russian inspectors agreed to complete the inspection and define the liabilities together with her, leaving enough time for the freight train to be reloaded and on the move again. This incident changed the way many Russian inspectors saw her, and she won their recognition for her professionalism and strong sense of duty. Sixteen years into her work as a train inspector, Chun has so far carried out checks on more than 400,000 train carriages and detected over 10,000 cases of train malfunctions. Besides being devoted to her daily work, Chun makes special efforts in improving the cohesiveness of her team, which is comprised of a dozen women. As the team leader, she tries to develop and maintain a bond of sisterhood as they battle with the challenges and harsh working conditions innate to their work. In December 2019, one of her team members, Bu Jingli, retired. Chun gave her a special present as a testament of their friendship. I drew an outline of my left hand on her notebook. I wrote down my memory of the good old days we spent together over a decade for her to remember our friendship. The good old days they spent together were actually bittersweet. In 2015, Boo's mother suffered from acute pancreatitis. At that time, she had to rush to the hospital to take care of her mother after work each day, which was exhausting. Whenever possible, Chun and others in her team offered Boo considerable support and care. Boo still need to work the night shift while taking care of her sick mother after work. She was extremely tired during that period. Sometimes she would fall asleep during break time, and other colleagues and I would go to check the trains for her just to let her rest for a bit. Chun was actually the second chief of the woman train inspection team at the Manjoli Customs, which was founded in 1986. Since then, generations of women train inspectors have found more than 1.5 million cases of train malfunction issues. If the problems hadn't been identified, possible train malfunctions could have resulted in accumulated claims of nearly 700 million yuan, or about 100 million US dollars.
The first head of the women's inspection team, Zhao Jinhua, speaks highly of her successor. Since Chen Jia took over the job from me, she's been paying meticulous attention not only to the work of the team, but also to the well-being of the team members. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to our reporter, Joe Weiran. From our program producer, Yin Shouqi, I'm Tony Reed. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.